1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, this is CBS
2: Sports Radio. You are locked in to the JR Sport Brief show. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket mortgage studios when you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it rocket can okay I'm gonna be here with you for the next three hours as I do every single weeknight Wednesday nights I'm gonna bring you a top six list you don't have to wait long for that we're gonna talk about some of the easiest guys to root for in the world of sports now having said that We were just joined by New York Yankees legend, four-time World Series champ, Bernie Williams. Thank you all so much to Bernie Williams for joining us in the last break. If you missed it, you can always hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Obviously, we talked about Aaron Judge. Uh, Bernie Williams is working with a great organization to help people with their, their lung health, something that unfortunately affected his dad And so Bernie Williams is an awesome human being. And next hour, we're going to talk about some of the other great human beings in the world of sports because there are always so many ridiculous stories, nasty stories. You got guys like Robert Sarver. Yes, he's an owner. Robert Sarver decided to go ahead and and sell his team. He didn't want any more of the backlash uh, from the 20 years that he was a complete jerk. And now he walks away with a couple hundred million dollars when he sells. And it's been reported that Jeff Bezos and, and Bob Iger of Disney are interested in purchasing the Suns. What a shock. A couple guys with a couple billion dollars. Let's see what they do. Also, speaking of uh, people that are controversial, people love them, people hate them, maybe not for the same reasons. Tom Brady had some stinging words for the NFL. We know that Mike Evans, his suspension is going to stick from shoving Marshall on Lattimore clear into next year from this past Sunday's game when the Buccaneers took on the Saints. We also have, I don't know what the hell this is, Conor McGregor and Mayweather are potentially teasing a fight. And this is some interesting news here. Wosh. You know, basketball guy breaks the news, doesn't know how to put his phone down. This is, a, this is a breaking story that took place when I was talking to Bernie Williams. Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka is facing possible disciplinary action, including a significant suspension for an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. Discussions are ongoing within the Celtics on a final determination. Wosh continues, Udoka led the Celtics to the Eastern Conference chant. Yeah, we know it went to the finals. Okay, we know this crap. Shep, what the hell do you think is going to start happening, man? What, what, what do you think this man did? Is is this a basketball violation? Is this a a personal – like, what 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 the hell do you think this is?
3: You know, full transparency, Jared, I saw that as well. Um, but I, I got to be honest with you. Like, it, it, it's so – it's so vague. I just it's think Woe's well, just, I mean, to me, he's just, you know, crying uh, over spilled milk and, you know, whining sour grapes because, let's be honest, Shams beat him to the story about uh, Robert Starver. That's what I think this is. I'm not going to well, lie.
2: Well, t- it doesn't matter <laughs> right. who, who first, but the fact is. But that's does to him. I, I, well, who cares? Right. Adrian Wojcowski makes a couple million <laughs> dollars to just be a, a big PR machine, okay?
3: Yeah, he certainly is that.
2: Ame Udoka is facing possible discipline. That we don't know. Unspecified right. violation of organizational guidelines.
3: I mean, I'll, t- I, I, I'll, this I'll not, say, I'll say this not, much.
2: It's not college, you know? Like, what, right. what are we doing here?
3: I'll, I'll say this much. I, as a rookie head coach, the way that he would get in guys' grills and faces on the highest stages, whether it was Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, I mean, he would go toe-to-toe with his star players, and he didn't back down. You know, you see it all the time, JR, in these, in these you know, huddles d- during the playoffs and finals. The head coach will meet with the assistant coaches for about a minute and a half, and then for the final 20 seconds, we'll talk to the players. No, Emay was in the players' faces for the whole two minutes of the duration of these timeouts. So he's, he beats to his own drum. Like, and he's married to Nia Long, so you know he's got all kinds of street cred. So to me, really okay. So I mean, well, that's my opinion. But, but 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 yeah. But to me, uh, this is something um, that is not player related. This has to be off the court because he has nothing well, but the respect of the players.
2: Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, obviously, we had Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year for the Celtics. He joined us last week. It'd have been nice if uh, you know we had a chance to talk to to Marcus this week. Sure. And, Maybe maybe get a little bit of some, some information, but um, we're just going to have to wait and see what this report is. Brad Stevens obviously uh, elevated to a higher management position, and he, what does he do? He brings in Aime Udoka. So it looks like the Boston Celtics might be without a head coach for a specific amount of time, and we have no idea what took place between Ame Udoka and what he did that violated just team guidelines. This is going to be an interesting story that breaks and that's all that we have publicly right now at this moment. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I am at JR Sport Brief on all social media. Opened up the show talking about Robert Sarver. It'd be nice if owners in professional sports, they it'd be nice if they had to sell the team or if they had to be removed from the team, that they were not rewarded for bad behavior, like making hundreds and potentially billions of dollars. Robert Sarver's statement on the way out the door, it's, it's just just—it's—it's it's a lot of ignorance. He's just like, uh, in our current unforgiving climate, it has become painfully clear that this is no longer possible. That whatever good I've done or could still do is outweighed by things I've said in the past. For those reasons, I'm beginning the process of seeking buyers for the suns and the mercury. Yeah, you're correct. Whatever good that you have done has been erased from just seems like you being a jerk and an ass for 20 years. It's true. And so don't whine and cry on the way out the door. Take your lumps, count your money, and shut up. This is just a case of the spoiled rich kid. And his dad did have some money. His dad was involved in banking and real estate at a high level. You know, he just, he doesn't know how to get punched in the gut. And so they took away, they're forcing me to sell my toy to Phoenix Suns. Oh, no. Just go away. And count your money and shut up. Nobody's going to miss you. It would just be nice if owners across the world of professional sports, they actually had a spine. But they don't. Because they're afraid that if something happens to me, that they'll take my team next. Sorry-ass owners. 855-212-4CBS. Who is this? We got Chris calling from Baltimore. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
4: Hello, JR. How you doing?
2: I'm very well. What's on your mind?
4: Uh, I want to talk about steroids. I'm not sure if you're allowed to.
2: You're not sure if I'm allowed to talk about steroids? Why wouldn't I be?
4: Because when um, that subject kind of comes up, people don't really want to talk about it.
2: There, I mean, I don't, I don't know how long you've been listening to the show, but uh, we talked about Barry Bonds rubbing the the clear and the cream or the the whatever on his ass crack. We we talk about that, but go ahead.
4: Yeah, okay. Um,
2: you have some well, for me?
4: Yeah, I, I want to. You know, I don't want to. No call steroids, things. right? But. With, the steroid, I'm gonna give yeah. you an example of okay. what I think when somebody's on steroid, okay
2: help me out, please.
4: Tommy John surgery. When somebody is getting Tommy John surgery, that's steroid. They were using steroid. That's how that came about. Then you okay. had California that's Angel ridiculous. seven home run in seven days.
2: Yeah, it's called, his you name is Mike. His, his name is Mike Trout, and he plays for the right. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But go ahead.
4: Right, I'm not calling no names. But okay. you also okay. have what are we doing? Here? The St. Louis Cardinal. I heard of him. Who was, was was to the dead, but is back now again.
2: Oh, so his yeah, name right. is Albert. Poo, his name is Albert Pujols.
4: Yes, sir. Now you got Aaron Judge. Okay. This is just my opinion. Say his can't name. Okay. prove it. I would have to be there when the test is given. He's on steroids. I've seen this show before. Only difference is it's in Broadway.
2: You can't. So you can't prove it. You'd have to see the test. So what would you do? Would you stand there while he uses the urinal? Like, what would you do? You, well, I don't know how
4: the test is given, but
2: oh, that's okay.
4: the only way I could be sure is be there All in person. Right. But what I'm saying is okay. I'm 100% sure he's on steroids.
2: All right. Well, there there are places there are places Uh where you can volunteer to uh, go to the the urinal. But, Chris, let me tell you something. It is it's it's not a valid argument to to say, hey, he's doing this. I can't prove it. I need to be there. Chris, when you have a a better reason or you have some data or some information that supports it outside of your own personal inclination, then then call me back. I think that's it. Until then, it's a waste of time. Yeah,
4: that's what I'm saying. But I, my opinion, yeah, I think he's on it.
2: Okay, you don't have any proof of that. Hey, have you been to the moon no. before, Chris? No, I've never been there. Yeah, you I don't think, think people, I'm going to go either. You think people been up there before? No. Okay. You ever been, uh, like, uh, you know, diving into the ocean? You ever been there? Yes. You have? Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I appreciate you.
4: Yeah. I've been okay. a few places, Jay. i come on now.
2: I don't know. It's not, well, I if you sport.
4: went. I, I played sport, Jay. I played football. Okay. I ran track. It's, I can and tell when it. I was in high school, I was yeah. offered for drugs to take, but I didn't do it.
2: Well, you're a good man, Chris. Thank you so yes, much. Sir. All right, All right thank
4: Jay. You. I love your show, buddy. It's always good.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you. You don't love my show enough to know that we, we talk about the, the juice. Come on, man. I think Aaron Judge is taking steroids. I can't prove it. I don't know why, but I think he is. Okay, what else you got? Come on. Scott is calling from Fort Lauderdale down in Florida. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief. What's up, Scott? JR,
5: my brother, how you doing?
2: I'm very well. What's on your mind?
5: You just made my night. I just got off a long night from work, and you had my favorite Yankee of all time on the radio. Yeah, Bernie burn, Williams.
2: Yeah, Bernie Williams is an amazing individual. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. Bernie baseball. Well, burn, baby, uh, burn.
5: I got his autograph on his jazz album. I have his jazz album. He's uh, my all-time favorite Yankee, and he yeah. just made my night, brother.
2: Well, I'm, I'm happy I could contribute, Scott. Bernie was absolutely amazing. Uh, he showed up to work. He didn't run his mouth. Gold glove caliber center field. He he bat for for average. He hit for power. He drove runs in. He was he was, and this sounds crazy, he was a baseball player. He wasn't Agreed. a he wasn't a I'm gonna, you know, just swing for the fences. He was a complete baseball player. It's something that we lack right now. And and Agreed. he's he's Agreed. so humble, cool, and down to earth. He's he's a cool fellow, man.
5: Yep. And then the, the previous caller, I don't know where he's coming from with this Aaron Judge stuff, bro.
2: Well, let me tell you something, Scott, and it, it, I understand it. And thank you for calling from Fort Lauderdale. We have seen so many instances of, of stars in Major League Baseball come out and uh, be users. Just hey, this guy's using drugs. Oh, he's hitting home runs. He's using drugs. We've had pitchers come through with resurgences. Oh, there's Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens is 40. Cy Young this, 200 million strikeouts in a season. Oh, Roger Clemens is on the drugs. And so it's easy to look at someone who is now doing something amazing and say he's on drugs. It's easy. Can, can we have some proof? I'm going to go by character, and I, okay, Fine. Did Mark Maguire come across as a drug-using, you know, evil bad guy? No, he didn't. Even to this day, Mark Maguire comes across as a, a very nice guy who used drugs. And so we can't go ahead and, and paint a broad stroke and just say, oh, well, Aaron Judge seems like a nice guy. He, doesn't, he genuinely doesn't seem like a dude who'd be using. And if he does, that'd be nuts. It'd be absolutely ridiculous. But this guy is also a little bit different. He's a giant. okay? he is a massive human being. He's a giant. If it's found that he has used years from now, then we can all just go, oh, my God, we got God again. I don't think that's the case. And I don't think it's fair to him. I don't think it's fair to him to say that he's doing such because we don't have any evidence. Major League Baseball and its drug testing policy was also implemented in 2003. You want to know what took place prior to then? Yeah, Maguire, Sosa, and Bonds. That's what took place before then. Almost 20 years later. Yeah, if if Aaron Judge was doing something, I think he would have failed the test by now, right? Or is he using some super drugs? Let's wait until we find something out. Until then, let's enjoy it. You know, we got a lot of people who want to. You know, hedge and edge on the, the side of caution. Oh, he might be doing it. Enjoy it, man. He's a good dude. Tim is here from Maryland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
6: Hey, JR. What's I uh, talked to you in a little bit because I've been out of work a couple of days and uh, still ain't got a raise. Okay. Well, you're you, here you now. What's up?
2: I always do, yes.
6: Okay, anyway. No, look, this thing with Aaron Judge, man, just drives me up a wall. You know, once in a while, you know, you get people that come along like him, and in athletics, man, that just 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 defy everything. You know, like you said, he's he's a beast of a man. You know, he's just having the natural ability, and there's a such thing as that. Okay, there's a such thing as somebody having a natural ability, and not having to use drugs to, you know you know, make him better, you know, and I have no doubt in my mind that that man is just, that's just his natural ability. There is no way that man is on any kind of steroids or anything. And it just just drives me crazy, you know, when people say this stuff about people like him that come along, you know, and I'm not a Yankees fan by any stretch, but, you know, I love, you know, I appreciate athletes and respect them, you know, really good ones, you know.
2: I want, to take it, I want to take it a step further. Aaron Judge is in his prime. He is 30 years old. I, I can look at some of the guys, if we want to look at the, the culprits, the big ones, sitting at the top of the home run single season record charts, Bonds, McGuire, and Sosa. These were some slim fellows, right? These were guys who played in the bigs for 10, 10-plus 10 years. And then over time, as they got older, moved into their mid to late 30s, close to 40, these guys got gigantic. You looked at them and said, sure, guys get heavier as they get older. They don't they don't look like that. Aaron Judge made the bigs in, in what, 2017, 2018? He was already tall. He was already big as hell there was no, oh, my God, he just got gigantic. That's not what took place. He's actually become a better hitter. Like what typically happens when a guy comes up in the bigs, if he's a real good big leaguer, if he's an all-star caliber guy, you give him a couple of years and he starts kicking ass. He's in his prime. This isn't Aaron Judge at 39 years old going from 30, 40 home runs and now he's hitting 60 at 39. No. Chris is calling from Pittsburgh. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey Jr., how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. What's up? Uh,
7: regarding your um, comments and obvious disdain for uh, Rob uh, Sarver, Robert Sarver, I don't, I don't know much about basketball, admittedly, um, and I'm not gonna 100% disagree with you regarding uh, his uh, personal conduct. Um, so I read up a little bit because I heard you a few days ago talking about him, and I'm not one to side with. The rich kid either. I can't stand that mentality myself. But the one thing that that really got me is about him. And one of the things he said, um, specifically regarding, you know, um, African American using the N word, okay, which I guess purportedly he did, or he definitely did. Uh, And one of his quotes directly from him is, you know, if African American males can use that word towards each other, why can't I? Now, if it's not right for one person, no matter the color, to use that word, the N-word, then it's, then it's not right for anyone to use it. So there, right there, is, uh, you know, maybe I'm not saying you got to cut him slack, but I'm not saying he's wrong either, because he's 100% right.
1: It's not well, a good that, word, it's in Well,
2: in Well, here's, here's the thing. That, what you just said, isn't a matter of right or wrong. That's a matter... Of opinion, The other element, which is a larger element, is you have to respect people in their wishes, what they want, what they like. So whether it happens to be the quote unquote N word, whether it happens to be, you know, women calling each other bees or whether it happens to be any other ethnic group who decides to use a word and throw it around at each other in whatever manner, you have to respect people's wishes. That's that's just flat what it is. I can sit here with you and the entire country and have a whole conversation about, quote-unquote, the N-word. And so that can take us – I can do two, three weeks. I can do a month of shows worth on that. And so to give you the blanket answer, that's what that is. I don't think it's a matter of this person should do this or this person should do that. It's real simple. You have to respect people in their wishes. You have to respect people in their backgrounds – and respect what they say. And it doesn't matter who or what it is. You know, I can tell you that people run around and use the the R word when they talk about my friends from Special Olympics. My friends from Special Olympics don't want to hear the R word. And you know what? If anyone wants to throw it around casually, it's real simple. Whether it's the R word or the N word or the B word, it's a real simple concept to respect people's wishes and to, to what you said about Robert Sarver, yes, he did use the, the N-word. How frequently is up for debate because he went ahead and admitted it. There, the, the law firm, and thank you, Chris, for calling from Pittsburgh, the law firm who did the investigation, it's about 43 pages. And it details what took place, what has been corroborated, what has been put out there. You can go ahead and Google it if you're really interested in what Robert Sarver did. Yeah, N-word, pulling down people's pants, being a bully, disrespectful of women. Yeah, if you're interested, you can Google it. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Someone else who is not happy. Well, he's not this that big of a jerk. He's not on Sarver's level. It's Tom Brady. He's not happy with his receiver being gone. We'll talk about it on the other side. It's the JR Sport Reef Show, CBS Sports Radio.
1: You're listening to the JR. Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
8: I do want to say I've, I've never called in. I love listening to you. I've, I've been listening for years, and, man, your show and what you say is
1: just beautiful. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
2: I almost had to sneeze. My bad. If I go wait, well, well, thank you, Chef. I didn't do it yet. I'm. It's part of being a broadcaster, right? I could hit the the button and do the pause thing, but um, I'm a professional. Eh? I'm not going to sneeze. not going to cough on air. I'm not going to hit the button. I'm going to keep on going. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. People like messaging the hell out of me. Just give me a break. Why don't you want
3: to naturally sneeze, though? That, that, that's awful
2: to hold that in. It's It's, it's gone now. Gotcha. Because it's like I'm getting ready to speak and then I'm getting ready to sneeze and then the music is coming on and I got phone calls here and I got people text messaging me and I'm looking at the news and the sneeze is the least important thing.
3: We've never had anybody on our airwaves, specifically hosts, ever sneeze. So you'd be the first.
2: Oh, that's a lie. Yes, of course. They can do better, though. There's
3: a, there's a whole show devoted
2: to sound of sneezes of hosts. I'm not going to ask. Okay. Certain things are just like I don't. Not gonna ask. We've been talking about Robert Sarver. We've been talking about Aaron Judge. We had a great conversation with New York Yankees legend Bernie Williams. At the top of the hour, we're gonna give you a new top six list: athletes who are easy to root for. And I'm I'm looking at a message now. I got a tweet, and you can tweet me at Jr Sport Brief. Dave MacEachuck goes sorry Jr. I think Judge is on the juice too. Ever hear of Lance Armstrong? Yeah, have you ever listened to the show? Yeah, I've, I've talked extensively, unfortunately, about Lance Armstrong, and I understand he's in a different place in life, but I find what he did to be absolutely disgusting, kind of forcing and threatening his, his racing teammates to dope. And this is fine. This is my point here on Aaron Judge. If, if you don't understand it, Listen to me very carefully. Anything is possible. Yes. Logic will tell me that I don't see a reason based on uh, quite a few of the things that I say that I believe he is using. Telling me that you have an inclination because, oh, Lance Armstrong might have done it is not a reason. So if you have a legitimate reason as to why you believe strongly that Aaron Judge is using, by all means, let me know unless you are with him when he is, you know, urinating in the, the cup, then I don't think you have one. We can all have a strong inclination. I don't know. This is this is not the old O.J. Simpson situation, okay? We're not talking about who, you know, did this. This is not conspiracy hour. I should go ahead and get my tinfoil. If you have a legitimate thought, then share it with me. If you don't, then what are we going to do? What is there to talk about besides, I think he's using, because what? Uh, I just think so. That ain't good enough. We're going to hear from Tom Brady. He's not too happy about uh, Mike Evans being suspended. Let me go ahead and fill you in. By now we know. The Buccaneers beat the Saints over the weekend on Sunday. Tom Brady was angry, Tom Brady, throwing tablets and being upset where any other player would have been con- con- just thrashed for days for being uh, a petulant child. But Tom Brady is a hes a competitor. He's rallying his guys. No, he's just, he'd be in a brat too. And so let's not treat him any different. I'm like, get it together, Tom Brady. And then, you know, they couldn't convert, I believe, on a fourth down, and Marshawn Lattimore let him know. And then they got to pushing and shoving. Not Tom Brady, though. He got to talking. Nobody's going to let Tom Brady get hit. And so Mike Evans, who's been beefing with Lattimore, seems like forever, just came from clear out of the picture, shoved him to the ground. They get to kind of scrapping, and boom, Mike Evans gets suspended. And then he appealed. And then his suspension has been upheld. And Tom Brady, he was on his own show earlier this week at the initial suspension, on his Let's Go podcast, Tom Brady was just like, he shouldn't be. It's ridiculous. Listen.
7: Sometimes the emotions get the best of us. And I love Mike. And the fact that Mike would come out there to defend me, I mean, it means everything in the world to me as a teammate and a friend. And Mike knows how I feel about him. So in the end, emotions are a part of sports. Sometimes they boil over, and they obviously did yesterday. And it's an unfortunate circumstance. I don't think it deserved any type of suspension. Um, I think that's ridiculous. You know, hopefully we can move past it, get to a better place. And, you know, in the end, I appreciate Mike having my back. I know he'll learn from it. And he knows that we all have his
2: back. Yeah, I, I don't agree with the suspension. I think they gave him the suspension because these two guys get the beef all the time. And they're trying to nip it in the bud for now and into the future. That's that's all it is. The Buccaneers will still be fine. I don't know about Tom Brady. He's looking kind of gaunt right now. He's in TMZ every other day because of his relationship. And I I hope he's gonna be fine. He needs a sandwich, but I I know Tom Brady's on that weird TB12 diet. I don't know if he eats bread. I don't know, I don't think he eats tomatoes. I don't know what the hell this guy eats. Whatever he's eating, he don't look too good right now, okay? It's so the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 4 cbs I'm going to get some of your calls in. I want to fill you in on an an unusual fight that might be taking place for the second time. Your calls, this fight, and then the top six list at the top of the hour. We got a lot to do just over the next few minutes.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless. Wish you well and all the best, JR, because you really are my favorite sports DJ on the air. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport
2: Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, at the top of the hour, it's going to be time for a new top six list. We're going to talk about athletes who are easy to root for. We have so many stories about jerks and jackasses. We got to even things out. Robert Sarver. I already told you about the news here, and we don't even know what this news is. Wojcikowski, Adrian Wojcikowski. He decided to share with us that Boston Celtics coach Ame. Aime Udoka is facing possible disciplinary action, including a suspension we might find out tomorrow, for an unspecified violation of organizational guidelines. I don't know. who. I, I'm not even going to speculate what has taken place. Brad Stevens goes upstairs into the front office. He hires Ame Udoka, and here we are. A year after turning the team around and putting them back in the finals, a young squad. He has to get in trouble right before training camp. And so I'm sure by the time we are back here tomorrow, it won't just be, you know, Thursday night football that we will be discussing. Aime Udoka is likely to be on the agenda as well. Before we get to the top six, I mentioned Mayweather and McGregor. I'll talk about that. We do have a lot of callers, as usual, who've been waiting anxiously Let's go ahead and get them on the line. 855-212-4CBS. Nick is calling from Pittsburgh. Go ahead, Nick.
8: JR, my man, I appreciate you, brother. Let me start here. I was listening to you talk to uh, someone else from Pittsburgh, Chris. He was speaking of some select language, you know, some select words that people have been using, whatever. I can tell you that your take on that was absolutely amazing. And as a person who listens to your show regularly that made me see you in a completely different light. And I thank you for, you know, saying what you said when it comes to all that, let's move on real quick. Jr. Connor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, come on the first fight. I had a full living room of people. Hell, I bought a keg. Oh, well, you (laughs) You went through that second time. I can tell you, I might, I might ask one of my buddies to come up first. And I don't even know if he's going to come because we've seen it. It's happened. McGregor's washed. Mayweather's washed. I mean, he tied a Logan Paul. You want to talk about a boxing match that's going to have my living room full? Hell, I might even go buy another keg, JR. Is Anderson Silva versus Jake Paul. Don't waste <laughs> a good time of the American people, JR. Come on. Let's talk well, about the boxing match that matters. Jake Paul. And Anderson Silva, I love you, brother. Good luck.
2: Well, well, thank you so much, Nick, for calling from Pittsburgh. Yeah, that fight is, is going to take place in a, uh, about a month's time, I believe, out in Phoenix, Arizona. or Not Phoenix, but I know Arizona somewhere. And Jake Paul is not a legitimate fighter. He's trained. He's not out there fighting guys. This is It's entertainment. It's a business. Is he a fighter? Yeah, he is. Is he fighting guys that that are his caliber, yeah, he is, just to kind of stay in there. And let's be real, against Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather Jr. could have knocked him clear out if he wanted to. He put on a show. We don't know what is in the contract and what's stipulated. People wanted a show, they showed up, and they got one. And so to his point, yes, it's been reported. Mayweather actually did an interview saying that, yeah, I'm going to fight Conor McGregor again. And uh, I'm just trying to figure out whether or not it's going to be an exhibition or whether it's going to be a fight on record. And Conor McGregor was very quick to go, not interested. That's what he posted on Instagram, even though he lost the fight. Conor McGregor is one in three in his last couple of fights in the octagon. Uh, One of his fights, I remember him lying on the floor, I believe. Uh, Yeah, Dustin Poirier. Shout outs to my man uh, Poirier coming out of New Orleans. He had Conor McGregor on the ground with a broken leg. And Conor McGregor is yelling at this guy's wife. Hey, come on, man. This is just ridiculous. And even when they were promoting the fight in 2017, if we want to call it a fight, between Mayweather and uh, uh, Conor McGregor, the promotion for it was nuts. I saw them out in Brooklyn. They were in Los Angeles. They, they went to Canada. Just even in Canada. This was courtesy of Fox Sports. This is what these two knuckleheads would sound like.
4: We're not talking about being at the top one year. i make money
8: you know my middle name
2: and conor mcgregor was quick to tell him right after you owe money Hmm. yeah if you want more of that i don't know why the wwe just doesn't promote the uh, quote-unquote fight let the wwe promote the fight just two guys that hate each other with big mouths and just swimming in money it's nothing but an entertainment product i don't find it to be a real legitimate fight mayweather could knock out any of these guys if he actually wanted to iman is calling from maryland you're on
9: cbs sports radio hey how's it going jr it's going well man what's up uh nothing much so i know i'm from maryland and i'm a ravens fan but i am also uh i've been a Celtics fan for for my whole life and this news is pretty uh out out there and i don't like it's out there, but it's also completely not out there because they're not giving us any information to go off of, except for the fact that it is a strictly organizational issue, which rules out anything sexual or tampering or any of that nature because that would be a league investigation. And it just is kind of weird to me because if the organization brought this upon themselves to a coach that just took them to the finals. And and they're like no one's doing this for them. It's like that's that must be something pretty, uh, pretty, pretty bad. And I'm kind of uh, nervous about what we, what's going to happen to my team this year. We have no
2: idea. Did he did he challenge Brad Stevens on an issue? Did he? I, I mean, we have no idea. I can lay out twenty different things that we could say. This might be the issue of of Ime Idoka of, of why he is likely to be suspended. Uh Wojakowski says his job is not believed to be in jeopardy, but a suspension is looming and a final determination on that length could come as soon as Thursday. And so to your point and for what we know, we don't know a damn thing. And we just yeah, have to and wait and see.
9: I was thinking possibly just to throw something out there again, we have no idea what it is, but just to speculate I was thinking maybe it could be something with him going behind Brad's back with the whole KD situation and recruiting KD without the organization actually wanting to man. go after him. But who, I don't know. That's that's pretty much all that I could think of. Who, who knows?
2: Well, I'm I'm sure, you know, these things don't stay under wraps long. We're going to find out sooner than later. later. Dave is calling from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
10: Good evening, JR. How you doing, man?
2: I'm good, man. What's up?
10: Hey. I heard, well, I'm glad Robert Sarver is gone. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad Gruden's gone. And I'm just waiting for Daniel Snyder to be gone because I hate that, the N-word. I grew up in Philadelphia. And i seen graffiti on the wall where it said Fishtown and then it said N-word town. I hate that word. I despise that word because it was demeaning to the black people in this country who helped build this country. It was used to to denigrate black people, keep them in low positions in society and everything else. I don't like that word. Even as black men, I wouldn't even say that word to somebody who looked like me. I despise it. I hate it. It has no place in our vocabulary. It was a word that was... Yeah, it was a word to demean black people in this country. Yes. And if people get up out of there, pick up, get up off their behinds and put an end to this nonsense, we wouldn't have things like this. Bruno, he said he, it was a mistake. BS, he knew what he was doing. Starver, he knew what he was doing. Arrogant, thinking they above everybody else. And Snyder, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I want him gone. Guys like that, they need to be put in concrete boots and thrown in the nearest river.
2: Oh well, that's that's, uh, that's 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 a little much. That's a little much, Dave. A little much, man. We we don't want to be an advocate for violence, even if you're a little bit cartoonish in nature. No, as as much as I also am not a fan of of Robert Sarver and what he's done, or Daniel Snyder or what he's done. I am not gonna be here on the radio being an advocate of yes, let's put them in concrete boots and throw them in the ocean. No, no, we are not we are not gonna do that. Let's calm down just a little bit. Kevin's calling from Oyster Bay. Go ahead, Kevin, quickly.
5: All right, and I love the way you take a lot of callers. That's real talk radio. I would tell people back in 2017, you know, I'm a sports guy, but I said McGregor is the equivalent of of Tom Brady pitching in the World Series, he's out of his sport, and it's a big money thing. Sure. and I agree with you. If he's he's fighting a boxer, a top boxer, I don't care if he's forty or thirty-eight or thirty-five, he's gonna he's going he could really beat him if he went off on him and everything. And people bought into it; they were betting McGregor and all that nonsense. But still, it's not really a fight. But the thing is, it's entertainment. But but the thing is, I like to say about the Yankees, I like to see I like seeing their offense get juiced up. I don't mind uh, uh, Judge batting lead off. They had to juice up this offense. We saw it for a month and a half. The offense just shut down entirely, and uh, people were complaining about him. Listen, listen. I'd rather have him lead off the first inning than lead off the second inning, if you know what I mean, right. when the first three batters make out. It was a good move. Get him well, up there, get the bats going. Well, hold,
2: on, hold on, Kevin. Yeah. I'm going to bring you sure. back on the other side. We've got to be careful about using the word juice when it comes to Judge. we got a top six on the other side, the JR Sport Brief Show.